Welcome to the Calibre podcast, brought to you by the Watches of Switzerland Group. In this episode, Brian Duffy, CEO of the group, meets with Akio Nato, president of Grand Seiko. They discuss Akio's storied career with the brand, the history of Grand Seiko, as well as the design, technology, and manufacture of some of their iconic pieces. I'm sure our, our listeners would be uh, very interested to hear a, a little about your personal journey and how you got to this great position of uh, Chairman and CEO of Grand Seiko. Yes, I am right now President and Representative Director of Seiko Watch Corporation, and I was newly appointed as from this April. And okay. I joined Seiko in 1984 as a member of the company's in-house legal department, actually. But in the last 30 plus years, I have experienced various positions within our group, including the group's general counsel and CFO at our ultimate parent company, that is Seiko Holdings Corporation. And in the watch business, I experienced the CEO roles in our subsidiaries overseas in Australia, as well as in the United States. And in the past few years, I was also responsible for establishing Grand Seiko America and Grand Seiko Europe. And I'm currently the chairman of these two entities. And most recently, and up until the end of March this year, I was the deputy chief operating officer responsible for the global marketing for Grand Seiko and Seiko. And also, I was responsible for the international sales outside of our Japanese domestic market for both Grand Seiko and Seiko. Really impressive and an interesting career, and you've obviously had a great life too, moving around the world, speaking perfect English as you do, and clearly a lot of responsibility within the Seiko Corporation. Interesting, we were both CFOs in our history, Yes, but I, I'm, I, I'm sure we're both delighted to have moved on from that role. <laughs> so many headaches, yeah. yes. <laughs> yes, yes. It's much more fun talking about customers and marketing and product, <laughs> of course. So Grand Seiko is a separate company, has been since 2017, very much a separate brand. But of course, the history of Grand Seiko is intrinsically part of the history of the Seiko brand and Seiko Corporation. So let's tell our listeners just a bit about the history of this brand that started back in the 19th century. Well, Seiko as a company was established in 1881. So we are this year celebrating 140th anniversary of the founding of the company. And we have more than 100 years of the history of watchmaking, of which we started producing Grand Seiko in 1960. So as a brand, Grand Seiko has over 60 years of uh, history. Mm -hmm. And Grand Seiko was born in 1960 with a very simple aim, uh, that is to create the very best watch the company was capable of producing by achieving the highest possible levels of precision, legibility, durability and ease of use. And these values continue even as of today. I, I totally agree with that assessment overall. And it's the combination of, you know, technical precision, which is fundamental, obviously, to timepieces, but also this wonderful Japanese aesthetic that's at the core of everything that you do and the focus on nature and many things that inspire the Japanese culture overall. So as you say, the Seiko Corporation, 1960, the launch of Grand Seiko. Of course, 1969 was the year of quartz and uh, the start of the quartz technology that Seiko was very much leading part of. 
So during that time, Grand Seiko stopped production, but very much came back strongly in the, in the 1990s. Yes, uh, that is correct. We were the pioneers for quartz technology. And as the whole industry shifted from the mechanical movement to the quartz movement, we stopped producing mechanical watches for a few years after the launch of the world first quartz watch. But then we realized the importance of mechanical movements and re-established or restated the mechanical movement technology. And that was the Grand Seiko. So in his Seiko Corporation, great history in mechanical watches, pioneers of quartz, um, and uh, you eventually bring them together in some ways, that technology and that understanding with the spring drive that we'll talk about in, the, in just a moment. Um, but um, I, I love reading about your brand and, and uh, the business and the manufacturer. You have 70 craftsmen, 70 technicians together. Uh, I believe in sight of uh, Mount uh, Awati, which uh, is a physical inspiration for uh, for your designers. It very much uh, reflected in the in the product. You do wonderful things with the components uh, in terms of polishing and finishing of uh, of the components. Uh, you have Tokyo stripes, which uh, which compared to the Geneva stripes, but uh, uh, very much uh, uh, local to your business. So tell us a little about the manufacturing, where it is, the team that are producing Grand Seiko. As you mentioned, we have two uh, studios in Japan which manufacture Grand Seiko. One is in northern part of Japan called Shizukuishi, where the mechanical watches are made. And the other is in Shinshu, Nagano Prefecture, where quartz and spring drive movements are manufactured. And tell us about Zaratsu polishing. Yes, we are proud of our technology in the fine finishing of all our Grand Seiko watches. And particularly, we have a technique called Zaratsu polishing, which can produce a totally distortion-free surface of the case. In terms of the external case, I'm wearing a beautiful Grand Seiko product today, but in terms of the, the external case, the polishing on the steel, it's beautiful. It's beautifully finished. It's, uh, it's impeccable overall. And you mentioned spring drive. Let's talk about spring drive because it's such a wonderful and, and I don't think fully understood technological advance that you have with Grand Seiko. So let's, let's talk about the development of spring drive. Tell us a bit about the history of how that came, came to be. Yes, spring drive was developed by our Shinshu manufacturing studio. It took them over 20 years to develop the technology. It's a Seiko's proprietary technology only available right now for uh, Grand Seiko, as well as part of the Credol and Seiko uh, high-end collections. The screen drive, the basic technology is obviously coming from uh, the mechanical movement. I would say 80% of the total components are mechanical movements. But then we inserted quartz oscillator to uh, generate the perfect timing for the sake of the accuracy of the timekeeping. It was developed by the same group of uh, engineers who were involved in creating the world first quartz watch. Their aim was to take out the battery and as much as uh, electronic component from the quartz watch and combine it with the traditional uh, watchmaking of mechanical watch. 
and that led to the creation of the spring drive movement. And achieving as a result, what accuracy? It's as accurate as a conventional quartz watch. That is one second per day or 15 seconds per month. Which is truly amazing. It is a mechanical watch. It's a mechanical mainspring. There's no battery, but you just simply have the precision of an electronic control of the escapement, effectively, of the regulation. And you have it in automatic watches today. You have it in a whole... Yes. In chronographs, you have it in a whole range of product. So you have this wonderful mechanical watch with world-leading accuracy at the end of the day. It's, it's truly wonderful. You also have the high beat movement that you mentioned. Yes, uh, we have a uh, range of mechanical movements, and one of them is a newly developed high-beat movement, which we launched last year, called 9SA5. And this is a newly developed special high-beat mechanical movement, and we are proud of this invention. And high-beat gives it, again, greater accuracy? Yes, it's more of the stability as opposed to the accuracy, which is made possible by the high-beat movement. So as we were saying, you, you reintroduced Grand Seiko in the 90s. You only introduced it in your local market, reintroduced it in, the, in Japan. It became popular. People got to hear about it internationally. And under pressure of people wanting the product, you then go international with Grand Seiko in 2010 in Baselworld. Were you there? Were you part of that launch in Baselworld? At time, I was actually with Seiko Holdings Corporation, so I wasn't in their watch business. But I, I mean, that obviously was a, a huge step for a Japanese watchmaker to come to, to Basel World in the, the heart of Switzerland, and what was a very successful, uh, very successful launch. Yes, yes, that is correct. What I can say is that since then, the success in our main markets of uh, the UK and the US is, is clearly there with the great momentum of business that we'll uh, talk about in uh, just a moment. But let's talk about the collections of the product, the elegance, the heritage, the sports, the masterpiece. Tell us a little about the positioning of the collections. Yes, uh, as you mentioned, we have uh, different types of collections in Grand Seiko uh, line, have a very wide range uh, from uh, traditional design of heritage and the elegance, which is basically a dress uh, watch, and then a sports collection, uh, including diver watch, as well as a chronograph a model. And then Masterpiece is a very special high-end collection uh, using a proprietary high-end movement and or uh, exterior uh, technology. So Aiko, you, you mentioned the, the Masterpiece range, which uh, your high-end uh, complications. You also have separate to Grand Seiko, you have the Credor range that yes, does very yes. uh, high-end complications. At this moment, we have not made any announcement and I'm not supposed to reveal anything like a trade secret, but uh, uh, we are working on uh, creating something very special for Grand Seiko as well in the near future. Okay, that's uh, very intriguing and, uh, and exciting. <laughs> and you're, uh, you're, you're very, I mean, I think it's very typical of a, a Japanese, very patient, first of all, to think about Spring Drive taking 20 years of development. I think is a testament to a Japanese kind of focus and, uh, and patient and also very discreet. And it makes it all very intriguing. I think from the perspective of the UK in my life, I've always found Japan uh, very, very intriguing as a culture overall. And I think it's represented very much in, the, in Grand Seiko overall. 
Let's talk about the new products that we were delighted to see you introduce this year. So tell us about your new introductions. As I mentioned, this year is the 140th anniversary of the founding of our company. So we have a series of collections, uh, limited collections, limited models in celebration of our uh, anniversary year. And uh, one, uh, other than the limited edition models, one special model which I would like to uh, explain in particular is a new model, Grand Seiko model, the theme of which was taken from the white birch tree. And uh, this uh, model is made of the dial, the design of which is taken from the forest nearby the Grand Seiko studio and uh, one of the largest white birch uh, forests in Japan. This uh, model represents the nature of time, which, as you mentioned, is one of the branding themes of uh, a Grand Seiko. And this uh, also model has a new, newly developed high beat movement. So it's been selling really well, and uh, since it's launched this year, we are having difficult time keeping up with the demand. Which is a, a good quality problem to have. <laughs> yes, yep. that's right. Good headache. And you also have the introductions with the, uh, the Elegance Collection, your GMTs of the, uh, of the Four Seasons. Yes, actually what we call is 24 Seasons uh, as opposed to mm. Four Seasons. It uh, represents the delicate sense or the appreciation of the changing seasons in Japan in the traditional Japanese calendar. We took four seasonal sessions from the 24, out of 24, and created four models as this year's new collections under Grand Seiko. I'm looking at them here, just photographs of them, but uh, they're gorgeous products. Two of them are high beat and two of them are uh, spring drive. Tremendous value for money at between $6,800, but really beautiful products and, and ones that, you know, really in, in the heartbeat of what your brand stands for. And later on in the year, can we expect more new product from Grand Seiko this year? Yes, we also have a interesting dial taken from the concept of nature of time. That is a tree ring dial. It also represents or embodies the 140th anniversary year of our company. And this model is a limited edition model, but I'm sure it will gain a popularity among our fans. I'm sure. What I can say is that the Watches of Switzerland group, we, um, we've had a great success with uh, Grand Seiko, especially in the US, and we, and we have uh, a good momentum here in the UK, but especially in the US, including a store that we opened together in, the, in Soho. We only meant it as a pop-up, we only meant it as a period uh, in time, but it was so successful, despite the pandemic, it's led to us now opening a permanent store, which in fact opens today in the Spring Street in the Soho. And I believe this is your first partner store in the US, one that we're very proud to partner with you on. Yes, I really appreciate the partnership we have enjoyed in the last several years, including this new boutique you mentioned, which we are truly looking forward to having a great success, as well as a special Watches of Switzerland exclusive Grand Seiko model, which was the very first exclusive model for a particular account, which we did outside of Japan. Which was a huge success. Dual time again with beautiful green British dial. It's been a huge success. And once again, I think we've had to uh, chase you on, uh, on production uh, and supply <laughs> because it's, yes. uh, it's been so popular. Right. It's a great watch. I like it personally. Yes, yes. And, uh, and, and, and so too does our clients overall. 
What's your feeling about now that all of the uh, the fairs, the presentation, having to do everything remote? How has Grand Seiko coped with that? I think, like everybody else, we are getting used to <laughs> this uh, way of conducting business. Although uh, I, I personally miss an opportunity to actually meet in person or have our products available and have it touched and felt. <laughs> That's what is missing in this remote digital communication age. Yes, you know, no, indeed. I, I think we all feel the same way, but at the same time, I think there's, we've all learned very quickly how to be able to conduct our business remotely. Yes. We've all seen, um, I think, one definite benefit that the industry has experienced has been a better coordination, actually, of new product introductions of timing, of, of the fact that new products can be introduced throughout the year rather than the concentration all in, at, at one point in time. So I think, I think there's some really good positive learnings for the industry overall. Yeah, and uh, I should also mention in that regard, we were able to receive a Sabre Award last year for the launch of new product in collaboration with uh, Watches of Switzerland and the internationally recognized PR Award which uh, I really thank you for your cooperation. Oh, no, it's, it's our pleasure. We're delighted. We really love working with, with Brice uh, Latrodek in, in the US and David Ed, Edwards here in the UK. You have a great team. Uh, you have a wonderful brand, and uh, we're very, very proud to partner with you. Thank you very much. We look forward to seeing you personally soon, hopefully in the US or, or here in the UK when we can travel again. Yes, Wish you well. Keep safe. Congratulations on the success of Grand Seiko. Thank you very much. Look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you for listening to the Calibre podcast. We do hope you enjoyed it. Please do subscribe and listen to other episodes on Apple Podcast and Spotify.